You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Let's kick it. What is good? Welcome back to another episode of Dry Ice, the show where we don't smoke fucking mids. So on today's episode, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, I have no co-host, but I do have an absolutely wonderful guest. Thank you. Of course, of course. And your name is? Shelby Carter. And tell the people a little bit about yourself. I um, I just recently moved to L.A. about a year ago to pursue me pursue music as a career and just like jump head on into it hell yeah i love that where were you before i was in hawaii actually i was finishing up college well i wasn't really finishing up i didn't finish but i got about a semester or two and a half left (laughs) well that's awesome so you jumped over here and you wanted to just pursue music and, and dive just dive head first into that yeah, well, I, I was doing, like, a pre-med biology degree over there. And, oh, my God. Yeah. And I was just like, hmm, am I doing this for to impress, like, my family and friends, or am I, like, doing this because this is what I really want to do? And, like, I've always written poems, and, like, I've always just been into music, you know? I spent yeah. a lot of time alone as a kid, so I um really got into music, and I was like, you know what? If anybody deserves a try, it's me, so... Screw it. I'm just going to move to L.A. and, like, see what happens. Because I'd never been here, and I didn't know anybody here. Yeah. I was just like, hmm, I'm going to move here and, like, see what happens. And I, like, moved into an artist commune. It was cool. That is so dope. That's actually super funny because it's like I just moved here, too, like, a year ago because I wanted to pursue, like, entertainment and, like, just being an influencer and, like, the whole radio thing, whatever. So... Yeah, so I was I was also in college uh, for business, and I I dropped that to come out here. So it's dope that you have you have a similar story. So tell me a little bit about. We'll get into the music, but tell me more about like about you. So you're in college for for pre med. <laughs> yeah, I I wasn't really good at it though. I mean, I was really good at like cheating on tests, so it got me through. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding but um yeah I I really didn't know what I wanted to do I, I didn't know if music was really an option for me because I never knew anybody who pursued it um and most of the people that heard me say I want to be a singer they're like oh good luck yeah <laughs> yeah no I, I I definitely feel you there that's crazy well Tell me a little about about your family. Like, was there was there support there or, or? Totally, my parents have supported me like throughout my whole life. Like, my parents are my best friends because we moved around almost every year. I went to thirteen different schools growing up. Oh my god! Yeah, I was an only child for a really long time. Um, we just recently adopted two girls, so now I have two sisters. They're the best, like blessing in my life. So, but up until then. Um, up until college, I I was an only child, and we moved every year, and so um, they kind of supported me by like putting me in piano lessons, even though I never listened or wanted to practice. Um, 
and we just started like acting at like local play playhouses everywhere sure. we went and uh it just got me a little bit into entertainment so no that's awesome that's so cool i also got thrown into piano lessons when i was really young and i hated them and i quit but i mean that's dope that you like are trying to do something with music so what do you have yeah. going on right now and what are some like goals so um i have my first single coming out on friday hell yeah yeah and we're gonna release it with a little music video um and then i'm just hoping i have so many songs like I've got at least 20 songs that I'm ready to release, but you know, I'm independent right now. So um, I want to do single after single after single. So hopefully yeah. the goal is to release a single every month. Oh God. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, that's, so. that's dope though. So what would you say your target market is? Mm, that's a hard question. I'd say everyone. Yeah. No, I, I feel you. So just to give the, the audience a little bit of back background, so I watched the video like five minutes ago, and it's actually fire, and the song was fire, and I was listening to it the whole Thank time, you. and I was just like, damn, like this is some shit that I would play like just driving down the highway with like my friends in the car, just like chilling, whatever. So it definitely is a, it definitely is a song that, that anybody could vibe to for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's... It's a good, it's a good one. It's a good first release. You know, I, I got better ones, but um, I feel like your first release, you know, yeah. you put your best one out. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, definitely. Mm -hmm. What is your process like when it comes to writing? That's hard because it's it's different depending on the song. Like I've written, I I think my favorite song. I wrote that one in like fifteen minutes, you know. Um, but generally, like I write. And then um, I'll like take out the guitar and like hear melodies and then put words to the melodies yeah. that I hear. That is so dope. So, yeah. so j okay, so I'm curious, every time I have a guest on it, it like really, I just, I wonder every single time. And so like I did some college and some stuff. Like I, I went to Berkeley College of Music for a little while. And so people don't know, like, I, I know a little something, something, but I don't, I don't do anything. So my question is when you're like a singer songwriter and no disrespect at all, like this is just a genuine question. Like okay. how, how much, how much of like the music comes from you, like actually writing it and all that versus you just, you know, singing it and, and like writing the lyrics and stuff. Yeah. So up until like yesterday, I've written all of my own music. Hell yeah. I've written probably over a hundred songs. Uh, that's that's why I'm so close to it because all those words are um, not only written by me, but like genuinely about like I've written them about people or my experiences up until now. And um, yesterday was my first time being able to have a session with a writer, with another writer. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I mean, I play guitar, so I figure out chords and then I'll, I'll write a song to a chord progression, but then... You know, I take it to a producer and, and an engineer and let sure. them work their magic. Sure. Know. That's dope, though. So you so you had a session with another with another writer. Yeah, his name is Alan Raised by Wolves as uh, his artist name. He's a really, really dope writer. 
That's sick. For sure. So you got so how, what is that like for you just being somebody who's super close to their work and everything is is from you and real? What is it like kind of sharing that with with somebody else in that type of collaborative process? Mm. I thought it would be a little bit harder than it actually was because I feel like I have to be the boss or like I, I'm not sure if I wanted to collaborate up until this point because I feel like I really knew what I wanted from sure. and like what I wanted to say and I wasn't like I don't think I was ready to, to go back and forth with somebody and like share a creation that way but it it went so easy and smoothly yesterday that it was it was like a lot easier than I expected it would be yeah no that yeah. that's awesome but I'm I mean I'm pretty similar in the way that I like do content and stuff or like at least for the first while like I never really I never shared with anybody like I never wanted to have other people in my videos like I just didn't you know what I mean like I just had an image for it for what exactly what I wanted to do and I just kind of wanted to to just do that but yeah. like now that I'm in LA and like everybody kind of you know does stuff it's like it's really hard to not collaborate with people just because like you know everybody's doing it so it's dope that you like sat down with somebody else and like and worked on something so do you guys are you going to drop a song or is that like secret or what? what's up with that oh what we did yesterday Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely looking to drop it. I kind of want to drop almost everything I've written, but I'm just waiting for the right timing, yeah. you know? And and another thing about the collaborative thing was, like, if I wasn't collaborating with that person, I don't think it would have ever came up with a style like that. It really added a lot of, like, color and, and, and dynamic to, yeah. to my stuff, so... I think I, I'm probably not going to release any collaborative stuff for the next year or two, probably. Sure. I'm just trying to get just my stuff out first. Um, yeah, we'll see. That's dope. So what is what is your, like, goal, like, in 10 years? Are you trying to be, like, like super like superstar, superstar, or are you trying to just, like, you know, be about the art and just, like, you know, having a decent group of fans, whatever? Yeah, I think I think... I really enjoy just like having my own freedom to do what I want and say what yeah. I want. And I think I'm going to do that no matter what. And if, you know, if I get fans from it, uh, great, you know, sure. like I'm, I'm always about being myself and, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to do my thing and if it happens, it happens. You know? Yeah. No, I love that. Because I'm going to do it anyway, you know? I love that. That is that is so dope. Before I touch on that, I feel so bad. Do you want to hit this? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that that's dope. I think that it's really you cool, to too. I that. I forgive you. I, I, f <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's super dope, just the idea of collaborating and the idea of making content and, and putting stuff out there and like... and you know, fans will come or not come, but you're just going to do it because it's it's what you love to do. I think that that's, that's super dope. So imagine you drop this song, okay? Yeah. And then overnight, let's just say crazy shit happens and you wake up and it's at like a million plays and like everything's just going crazy for you. It's like, what what are you going to do then? Is everything going to stay the same in your process or is, or is shit going to get crazy? Um, I'm going to release more music quicker. Hell yeah. I mean, like, I'm I'm doing this stuff anyway. Like, when I was in college, I was sitting in bed, in my bed, like, writing a song 
anyway about like you know the stuff that I was going through and it really helped me get over what I was going through I think if I was more supported by an audience um I mean I'm kind of down for shit to get crazy but I'm I'm pretty good at like holding uh, holding myself um the one thing that's always been consistent for me in my life was music yeah and art because everything else in my life was so inconsistent and all over the place so, yeah no I feel you yeah that's dope that's crazy. I mean, I personally have high hopes for the release. I'm sure that it will do well. I'm a I'm a believer that if you like actually care about what you're doing and you and you like put that energy in, into that project, people are going to are going to fuck with it. So, I'm sure that it will do phenomenally as the rest of your projects. I'm sure will do great as well. Thank you. Of course, of course. I'm still I'm not even going to lie. I'm still I'm still on the jump from like pre-med to now I'm I'm in LA and like I'm, I'm you did doing pre-med the whole, too? No, no, no. Oh God, no, oh. not me, never. <laughs> I mean I think I think it'd be dope. I don't I don't think I'm the type of person for that. But me neither. But it, it's just crazy. So like how long how long were you on that path to like becoming a doctor before you were like, ah oh, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna go to LA. I didn't I didn't really get that far, honestly. <laughs> I was just like the first year I was switching um, my major back and forth so much. I like pretty sure I have enough credits to accidentally have a minor in business. And then yeah. I was constantly in like the counselor's office. Like, I don't know what I'm meant to do. And I definitely don't want to do this or that. I mean, I know what I really want to do, but I just like didn't believe in myself to, yeah. to like do it, you know? And, um, yeah, I didn't really get too far before I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try to move to L.A. and become a singer. They were like, are you crazy? You don't know anybody there. You've never been there. Like, nobody believed me. And then I sold my car and just, like, gave away everything else. I had, like, so many surfboards and a dope life. But, yeah, I just hate the, hate the what if. Just yeah. sitting in my head, you know, what if. No, for sure. I feel you. Well, how are you adapting to... LA life like how how are you liking it I love it yeah it's yeah. it's pretty dope out here yeah I mean I mean I feel like a lot of people don't have a lot of good feedback about LA but I also haven't ever lived in a big city before I just feel like whatever's going on inside whatever's going on towards you outside is kind of reflecting what's going on inside yeah you, know, you can get yourself in anything in LA you know it's opportunities everywhere Absolutely. And um, if you're right in your mind, then you're going to be all right. I've, yeah. I've met the right people, and, and I'm surrounded by a good a good crowd. We all believe in each other and support each other, so I got lucky. That's awesome. Yeah. That really is. I, I mean, so many people come out here. Like, I personally have, just in my, like, six months that I've been here or whatever, like, have had, like, five different people who, who wanted to come out and pursue shit and, like, really work hard and like this city really just like chews people up and like it just like spits them out if they're not like really about their shit and like like you said like we're with the right people and like have a you know good network around them and so like it's really dope that you're like actually out like doing the shit like that's that's fire like I mean just like scrolling through your Instagram and stuff and like looking at just the some some of the stuff you posted like you're clearly like super talented Thank you. Of course. And it's just cool to see somebody, like, actually 
do something with that. You know, I know, I mean, everybody knows a bunch of people that are talented and, and like how many people just like waste that. Yeah, that's so true. I, um, I feel like I know so, so many talented people that, you know, they have everything, but they're not focused, you know, they'd, they'd rather, you know, have fun. But then like, I was just speaking to, to someone that was like, I moved to LA like 10 years ago. And I like, partied eight years away and don't know where it went it's like wow (laughs) i guess you can get pretty distracted here i mean but i've uh i don't know i i'd say i'm a very extrovert person i like going out and i like spending time with people for sure you know definitely gives me stuff to write about but at the same time it's always good to check back in with yourself like i love reading I like during the coronavirus, I just like read books all day, every day. And um, yeah, the finding a center is, is really, really important. That's really dope. It is so easy to get swept up in stuff going on around here though. Cause like, there's just always so much stuff that's happening at any at any given moment. So it's just, it's really easy to kind of lose track and just like start going out and and partying and whatever and like unfortunately I actually recently like I used to have a co-host on this show Mm -hmm. and this is the first time I've I've ever like brought this up so the people don't even know but I used to have a co-host he was like my homie and and he was out here for like a hell of a long time um just like trying to build shit with me and like just ended up getting just caught up in in the lifestyle and just like you know not really working or whatever and so I don't have a coast anymore because of that same thing. So to like have you on the show and just know that you're, that you're like driven and, and like passionate about what you're doing is like really dope. Yeah. I feel like, um, 80% of the work is showing up and just like being able to be reliable, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So, so, okay. So let's pretend that I, I'm somebody listening to this and I'm like, I'm like you a year and a half ago. Like I, I'm talented and I know I might want it, but I don't know exactly like if it's for me, whatever, like what, what can you tell that person right now? Um, wow. I would just say like, if you know what you're meant to do and you know, like who you are, you don't really have to know how the how, but you know what? And, you know, just just jump right into it. And sometimes you just figure it out on the way. Like, I didn't, I, people always tell me it, it's it's about connections. It's the right connections. It's who you know. It's who you know. I'm like, okay, then I guess the first thing I'll do is meet people. But, like, right. you know, you, you, you don't have to know every, because uh, sometimes I got caught up in the how is this going to work. And and I don't know if you, if I, I've read I read like a lot of books over coronavirus about like manifesting. Yeah. And um, if you just believe in yourself enough, the how the how will figure itself out. Absolutely. But, yeah, you just gotta believe in yourself first. You know, I I read The Secret and and um, and it's a really good book. I think for some reason since I read it, you know, just like believing that something will happen you you'd be surprised how powerful your mind can be oh absolutely like i i know all about that i mean just a couple months ago like when i decided i wanted to come out to la like i ended up just like doing it 
at, regardless of what was happening in my life, like I, I had a good job and whatever, but I just said, like, I just know that I want to be out there and I want to make content. I want to like make people laugh and like, I just want to, you know, enjoy my life, whatever. And so I just like dropped everything, came out here. And then like me and my two homies, like we lived in our car literally for like three weeks, didn't have like, didn't have shit, didn't know anything. And then it was just like, like what you said, like just going out and, and meeting people. And like, I, I knew, like I had such a clear vision like for what I wanted to create for myself and like what was going to happen that I mean, the, like the bullshit that I ended up having to go through didn't even matter because like I, I was just so sure that it was going to happen. And then like it happened, I guess. So, I mean, it, it is like your mind is a really powerful thing and, and like the power of positivity and like really manifesting like your destiny and, and making it like a reality just by just by knowing that it it's what is really meant for you. Uh, that just gave me chills. Yeah, it's all about the sacrifice you go through. I mean, I've I've met a lot of people who came to LA and started out in their car, and they're on their way to being millionaires now. You know, so yeah. so it's it's all about like how much do you really want to sacrifice for something that you know is is meant to be for you. Right. So that's that's really cool. So that it worked out for you. And, well, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, the thing is, and like what I tell like my friends and, and the, you know, my audience and stuff all the time is that like my fifth, no, my third, the third episode I, I ever did was called um, Network, your, I don't know, some shit. It was like your net worth, like your, your network is your net worth, basically like yeah, the people, yeah. the people you have around you and like you have in your life like that, that is where your like real value is. And it's not in like how much money you have and stuff like that, like the tangible, but like the relationships and the people that you keep around you. And like, and that's so important, especially in, in LA. Cause it's like so much stuff hinges on like, Oh, I know this person and like whatever. So like that that's just a really big thing is to just get in with the right people and 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 like make those connections i mean like especially if you're here and you want to do something with entertainment to just like if you know that's what you need to be doing and like if you truly feel like that's where where you're going to be happiest and most successful in your life then like definitely just go out and and like make those make those connections yeah for sure i mean you're right it does feel like everybody knows everybody in LA, especially like within certain industries. It's like this town or this, this uh, big city all of a sudden started seeming like a small town. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, yeah. I, I totally know what you kind mean. Kind of like high school almost. Oh God. It literally, <laughs> it literally is exactly like high school. <laughs> it, it really is. It it's, really it's is. crazy. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know the thing. And the thing too is that the high school analogy is like really good because some people have great experiences in high school and they're like, you know, the, the super popular person or whatever. And they, they get out and they, they had a great, they had a great time. And then some people like, you know, just aren't meant for like the way that traditional high school works and just like the way that it's set up. And, and some people who could have otherwise done, you know, really well and aren't like dumb or whatever, like don't do well because of how things are set up. And, and it's the same thing in LA, like, it's not the place for everybody. Yeah. Like if you, if you can't, like if you don't necessarily like that type of situation where things are kind of clicky and like you have to take the time to like work your way into a group and like 
build trust and like really fortify those relationships, then it's like it might it might not be the spot for you, but like it it definitely is a, a good spot for people if they're if they're just that type of person. That's the thing is you just got to be the right type of person for like for the place that you're at. That's true. That's true. I like him to be pretty clicky sometimes, for sure. But you know, once you meet the right, once you meet the right people, I mean, so far my experiences have been really great. You know, it's cool to be to be surrounded by other artists and like other people that do music. Like I, I, I sometimes growing up always felt a little out of my element because I didn't know a lot of other people like me. Yeah. And and when you move to a city you can, you know, I and mean, I guess the whole thing of growing up too cuz my high my college was like a high school too cuz I went to I went to a little private college so I went from high school to just like older people high school and then I moved to LA which is like older people high school so Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I came from a really small town where like Nothing really ever happened, and nobody ever really left it, did anything. And where at? Uh, Athol, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, it's all the way across the country, and it's like just like the smallest town in like the smallest state where like nothing ever happens. But but I don't know. It was good for me because it showed me very quickly at an early age what I did not want for my life. So I mean, I guess that that's kind of dope because like. It just pushed me to explore and look around and like figure out what I wanted rather than like getting stuck and dying there, which would have sucked, I guess. But like, I don't know. I feel that. I um I, I lived in in a really small town for almost two years, I think, from middle school to high school. And uh I still see a lot of the a lot of people that I went I went to school with they're just still there just doing the same thing you know yeah I mean it's it's crazy because it's like half of me is half of me is like kind of sad but then the other half of me is like well if they're happy like it's their life you know what I mean so I shouldn't want for them what I want for myself necessarily but yeah, it's ju it's just true. like so so many people that I know and like went to high school with or whatever are just like still there chilling like just doing the same shit and they'll just reach out to me like once in a while like if they see a video or they're whatever and they get reminded they'll just like hit me up and be like oh what's what's going on and I'll tell them like what I did over a weekend and then they'll tell me what they did over a weekend and it's like it's just always like the same stuff you know what I mean they're going to the same places and doing the same things and and it's just like I don't know that just is not like the life that I wanted to build for myself but I mean, I guess I have respect for like whatever anybody wants to do for themselves as long as it like makes them happy. But I don't know. Yeah, some people seek uh, comfort and security, and they they like familiar familiarity. And I kind of I crave variety and and like a cha oh, yeah. change of places and and you know. So I definitely don't have an attention span to stay in one place for too long. That's for sure. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm exactly the same way. So, back to the music though, because I I think that it it's super interesting. So you want to release a single a month? I'm trying. <laughs> I think that that would be fire. So how does that how does that work? Like as an independent artist, like how do you go about like releasing a song or or you know prepping like 
like what do you do for promotion or, or, or just, you know, just tell me a bit about the process. So I've never done it before. So I'm just kind of figuring it out now. Sure. And uh, I feel like it, it would be a little better for me to tell you the process once once it's released. But right now I'm just like hoping for the best, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I, I'm I like, I don't you. know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to do it. And then at some point, like, I'm, I think I'm doing the right thing. I uploaded it on Spotify and SoundCloud and Apple Music. And I'm just like, waiting for it to drop <laughs> hell yeah yeah no i mean the only reason that i ask is because it's just like i know that you've told me that this is your first single and all that and like i i've heard you and like i i guess that i mean i comprehend what you're saying but it's just yeah. like it's just so crazy to me because what you're sh what you showed me is like at such a high level and it, there's like so much quality behind it that i'm just like yeah i don't know this is the first one like that video was crisp and like you sound amazing like i i don't know I mean, you just basically you seem like you've been doing it for for a minute. So it's just it's kind of weird. And everybody listening to this, <laughs> by the time that you guys by the time that you guys hear this, the song will already be out. And so go listen to it wherever it is available to be listened to. It's uh, called The Worst Way by Shelby Carter. Yes. Everybody go bump that because I certainly will be. Um, <laughs> it really it really is a good song. Like I don't even there's no reason for me to like bring people on like to my show and just like hype them up you know what i mean it's like it would yeah. pr it would be so much more entertaining for me and probably the audience like if it sucked and i could just like <laughs> and we could just like talk shit for like an hour like they'd probably love that but <laughs> but i, I can't because i'm an honest dude and i feel like you are actually genuinely super talented which is which is dope and i, I think Wait, that you're so gonna be super successful if it wasn't dope you you'd have the balls to talk shit for an hour yeah really yeah <laughs> I'll see it when I believe it. I, well, I mean, <laughs> you're going to just have to come on again after you drop a horrible song and I'll tell you and, and we'll just, nah, but I don't, I don't, I don't think that would, I don't think that would happen. But I mean, honestly, like I've had people come on before that'll like bring different like weed or like different artists or whatever. And it's like, you can just tell from the vibe, like, cause I have to rewatch all the shit and like do everything. So it's just like, like, bro, this weed sucks. Yeah. I'm just like, this was trash. Like this was a horrible experience. This weed doesn't suck. That is, that is, is a good one. That is true. So how long have you smoked? How long have you been smoking for? I'm glad you asked me that question. I was actually one of the first kids to... Mm, I don't know if I should tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of... Um, so I started smoking in like middle school, but I think I was one of the first kids to start smoking weed. I just remember I would like sneak out and like meet my friends at school and we'd like climb on top of the school roof and just like sit on top of the roof and like smoke. That is, that <laughs> in is middle school, hilarious. At, late at night, yeah. Cause we like all kind of lived close to that middle school. Yeah. So we're just like, why don't we just go on school property and like smoke on the roof? Don't I, try this. I, I love that. That's actually hilarious. I'm like the opposite. I didn't start smoking until I was 21. And like I started buying shit like at a dispensary. I did that for like a month. So it's like I just never understood. Like how, how, what, where did you even get it? Like how did that even work? Like I just don't understand anything, of, anything about the process. Like I do now, but like yeah. I couldn't imagine doing this shit like eight years ago. Oh, yeah. Well, there was just, like, this guy I really had a crush on. 
at school and, and he's like, hey, do you want to sneak out and hang out with us and smoke weed on the roof? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Acted like I've done it before and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. My first time I pretended like I do it all the time, but <coughs> I didn't. <laughs> that is funny. I actually think that that is so funny. Oh, you should hear the story of Worst Way. The, what, what inspired it? It's even funnier. Oh, tell me. Okay, so there was this guy at my middle school that I really, really liked. And, um, and he liked me too. And I think he'd mentioned that he really wanted to kiss me, but I had never, I'm good, I had never kissed, actually I changed my mind, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I had never kissed someone before. So I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know if I if I want to do this because I don't want to embarrass myself. Sure. What if I'm a bad kisser? Of course. <laughs> so I ended up having a sleepover with um, a couple of my girlfriends. And um, and I had told I had told them that I didn't know how to kiss and I really wanted to kiss this boy. And um, my friend Daisy was like, "Oh, I'll teach you." And we ended up making out for like. I don't even know, like an hour Word. or longer. And it really did work. She taught me because when I when I went to go kiss him, I was like, wow, you're a great kisser. I was like, You were a pro Thanks. by that point. I was a pro. I got, got my first kiss was actually by a girl. <laughs> Word. I love that story. <laughs> T tell more. Just tell me just another. I just want to keep hearing funny stories about your life. <laughs> Um, oh, it's so hard. I do have some like crazy, really funny experiences I've been through, but I don't know how much of a filter I need to be putting on myself on the talk show. And also, I can't really remember a lot of things unless like, I guess the right questions are like brought up. No, I feel you. Just so you know, though, this is radio. So you can, I mean, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Like, it doesn't matter. Okay. So, I wasn't sure if I could cuss. No. Know. Yeah. No, of course. I mean, right. we're smoking weed. Like, yeah, just yeah, whatever, whatever you want. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if there's stuff that you don't want to say for personal reasons, that's up to you. But as far as the, the audience really and care. all that, yeah, I mean, they, they don't care either. But so, I mean, what is the funniest, the funniest thing that's ever happened to you? Ever happened? Oh, that is hard. Okay, I'll narrow it down then. What is your fun? Just tell me your funniest LA story. LA story. Um. <laughs> um. My funniest. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm. <laughs> Mom, are you watching this? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. The the parties are are pretty fun. Like the, I will you agree. really never know what you're walking into until you're in too deep. You know. Very true. That is very very <laughs> very true. Like uh, I thought I was going to like just like a normal Halloween party over in like Woodland Hills area, and uh, I walk in and there's this like giant wooden X, and there's this guy who's like wearing just like kind of underwear and he's like tied up and there's this girl and she's like wearing bondage stuff and she's got a whip and she's like whipping him <laughs> i'm like oh is this a sex party oh my god <laughs> jeez you had no you had no warning before? no warning no 
I I didn't even wear the right attire. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's the thing about about parties out here. You just got to be game for whatever, and you just walk in yeah. and. It wasn't a sex party, but it was. It looked like maybe like a lingerie party or like bond. Maybe there was people having sex. I don't know. Okay, question. <laughs> so you walk in, you see the guy, and and you see the bondage stuff, and your first thought is like. Oh shit! This might be a sex party. So was your so when you realized that it wasn't, was that like a ah oh, damn, or was it like a, oh okay? I I was trying to fill it out the whole time. First I saw the ex and the the girl whipping, and I was like, oh, what do I do with myself? And I saw a stripper pole, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna get down, and show my moves on these pole first. Hell quick. yeah! <laughs> so I just got right into dancing stuff. Word, I that's love dope. Halloween parties. Halloween is like my favorite. That well, what are you doing this Halloween? Because the radio station is actually throwing a crazy party in West Hollywood, no and if way. you and if you don't want to come, that's fine. But I'm gonna plug it for the show's sake anyway. Uh, it's in West Hollywood, and it's it's basically like this this crazy like 500 person um, invite only, like just crazy like influencer and different celebrities and like the best growers in in Cali are just gonna we're all gonna hang out in this like yeah this. Thing down in West Hollywood. I can't tell the location because it's secret, but it's gonna be fire. Secret. And you should you should roll up. I'm I'm gonna come dressed as Buzz Lightyear. I Hot. just got my costume in. Yeah, but it's like a sexy Buzz Lightyear. Oh, that's actually from dope. Fashion Nova. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I'm ordering three more costumes for like they're like sexy aliens, the little aliens with the thingy and the, the yeah. thingies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show up with my. My my hot girlfriends, already Buzz Lightyear and, and his aliens. Word, that's dope. That's dope. So, are you? <laughs> would you? Would you categorize yourself as as the life of the party, or are you more like I just kind of chill on the side and do my own thing? Like, kind of, kind of depends. Like, I, I definitely like can be the loudest person and you know, most energetic person at the party. Sure. And and depends on how many joints I smoke, I could also be the most chill at the party. Couch potato. I feel you. I def I definitely <laughs> feel that. I guess it just depends on my mood and atmospheres for sure. Sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, well what atmosphere do you prefer? Like just paint me a picture of like just a chill, like a just a, a cool like a cool night. Um so my favorite is uh, I got a bunch of like girlfriends, and we love to just like rent out like like we've done this before. We like rented out a penthouse at the Lion Hotel. It was like fifteen girls, and we all got in our lingerie, and we had decks because a lot of us DJ, and yeah. then we like all wore glowing sticks, so we just like danced and like DJed. Then we also kind of did that too. Like a couple of weeks ago, we went to Tahoe and rented out a, a house and and uh, all just girls and, and danced around and DJed. That sounds dope. No, it's, that's it's sick. fun. <laughs> that's sick, actually. I got a pretty dope girl group. <laughs> yeah, no, that's in, that's insane. So you met? Did you meet them when you came to LA, or you knew some of them before, or what? Yeah. So actually, how I had met a couple of my friend groups I was I kind of moved here right before coronavirus hit sure. so I didn't know a lot of people it was I was just like ho- hoping to meet people and then and then coronavirus hit so I didn't um once out of the year every two weeks is when like 
the glowing krill like crash up against uh, when when the waves crash up against the sand, it like caused the whole beach to glow. That's sick. And um, I just remember going to visit and just sitting there all night and watching the waves crash against the shore. And I had just like heard people on their guitars singing and like a group of people like playing and laughing. And I just walked right up and I was like, hey, can I borrow your guitar? And I sat down and I was like singing a song and the girls there, we ended up all becoming like best friends. <laughs> been like hanging out like almost every day since that is so dope what what, <laughs> yeah. what the hell that sounds like a movie i know you're just you're hanging out on a glowing beach and you just there happens to be like a group of other girls that are just like hanging out and there's guitars and you're a musician and you just like wander over there and then you guys are just like best friends and then like roll <laughs> yeah. the credits well, that's insane it's so funny it's like they're all such characters too like the first girl i met her name was sakura and she has like hot pink hair and she looks like like an anime character for real i love that that's She's like dope. i'm sakura i'm like cool i'm shelby and we're just that's like dope. we're inseparable so. <laughs> that is so dope i <laughs> ended up in a, in a big cuddle puddle on the beach spending all night or watch the sunrise it's fun <laughs> wait a second free spirit oh. shit <laughs> wait a second okay so you're is it? Am I getting punked? Is this like a <laughs> Netflix movie that I haven't seen? So you're you're on a glowing beach. I feel there's, like my life is a movie sometimes. That's so dope. And there's just girls and they're hanging out. And then it's like, add music, guitars, ends in a cuddle puddle, and then and then roll the credits. And that's the and that's literally your life. And you guys are all best friends. There we go. Wow. And they're like, hey, I know so and so and who produces. Oh, I know so and so and engineers. And then just like, you know, once you meet one person, I feel like there's like a tons of people. There's like a big web of, web of people yeah. connect and you just like start from there. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's how you know that you found like a like a real homie in L.A. when they like actually like put you on to opportunities and like help you like expand and grow. And you guys like do it for each other because there's oh, so yeah. many people that will just be like, oh, who do you know? And, you, and you'll tell them they'll be like, oh, that's cool. And you'll be like, oh, who do you know? And you're like, oh, and they just like basically... Like don't tell you shit and just like those are the those are the snaky people, but yeah. that that's dope that you found like like real like real homies. I mean like this particular group of friends like they've always believed in me. It's so cool. Like my whole group of girlfriends, they're always playing my song. Like uh, one of my favorite songs I've ever wrote was actually the first one that I had produced here. Um, my friends, I had just sent it to them, and they're always they. They uploaded it to their like DJ deck so they could play it, and then they'll like play it in the car whenever there's random people in the car, like at parties, and they'll be like, "This is Shelby Carter right there. This is her." And they're like, turn it up. And they're like, everyone listen. That's so <laughs> sick. It's so cool. We're all such fans of each other, you know. That's dope. We all really support each other, and like whenever we have opportunities, we're just like, "Hey, I heard of this thing, and I really want you to meet this person. I think it'd be really great for you." You know, we all just, like, help each other out. It's it's really cool. That's, like, the craziest, like, literally some of the craziest stuff I've ever heard in my life. Well, one of my experiences, like, when I first moved here, um, actually, oh, actually how I started meeting people, too, was, um, I think it was, like, the night after, like, the Grammy award thing. Hmm. Um, I love to sing jazz at Sofitel. I used to do it, um, kind of weekly for just a little bit there. And, um. 
I just like got my best dress and put on like a lot of makeup and went over to Sofitel like hoping, I think it was like a, you had to be on the list to be in. It was one of the after parties for the Grammys. Sure. And I just walked right up to the front and I was like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. And they're like, no, you're not on the list. You can't come in. And then <laughs> one of my first friends that I made here, his name is Sky Triple X. Mm. He's a, he's a rapper, really, really great artist. Um, signed with Sony or Sony or Warner. I can't remember. Anyway, he's like walking through <laughs> and I was like, hey and he like looks at me and like cars are like holding me back and he's like she's with me <laughs> and I'm like, oh cool what i know and then That's i just got so into dope. the party i was like yes thank you bro since so then like i've just been lucky to be be in the, in the crowd with you know with accepting people you know yeah. there was like one person that was kind of weird like I don't know. I feel like you do meet some people in LA that like get offended for no reason. Oh yeah. Like we happen to na know the same person, but we didn't meet through each other. And they're like, you're using me for my connections. And it's like, you never even introduced me to this person. Oh, it's yeah. a small town. Like, yeah. Right. You know, like there are people like that, but I've been lucky. Most of the people that I meet, like, you know, we, you know, if we get along, you're a good person, then, like, why not help somebody out? Yeah. It's all about helping the next person in line, for sure. That's so dope, though. Yeah. That's that's so sick. I mean, so many people aren't like that. Yeah. But it's, it, it's, I feel like being a respectful, like, real person is going to make you go a lot further. Like, oh, yeah. nowadays, I mean, I don't know how it worked back then. I heard it was different back then, but nowadays, like, if you can show you're a real person, you respect people, you know, um, people are going to want to help you out because they want yeah. good people around them. They want to yeah. see good people succeed. Absolutely true. I mean, that that is the key. Just being genuine and, and, and straightforward and just like positive and you're going to have like nine out of ten times you're going to have a pretty dope experience. Just being nice to people too, you know, like, like it's so crazy how, how, how easy like you can ruin someone's day just just from just being rude like but when you're nice to people it's like you know how many people can you make smile in one day and and i feel like when when everything comes down to it like it it's all about what you give what yeah. you give yeah absolutely definitely what you get and i feel like that kind of ties in with the whole manifesting thing too oh for sure for sure yeah what you put out is usually what you get back. So if it's if it's negativity that you're putting out in the universe, then that's probably what you're gonna get smacked with. And if you're if you're putting out positivity, then that's probably what you're gonna get get in return. I have a question though about the music thing. So you you have all these great friends. Probably wouldn't happen in your friend group because you you have an amazing one. It sounds like, but yeah. Have you ever experienced any song stealing? Yes, oh actually, my God. I hate. I actually hate to bring this up because, um, right before my life like got good, got good. <laughs> um, I I was working with this producer, and we had made probably fifteen songs together. Oh wow! And then, um, he kind of was like, "You need to sign this production contract," and it was basically like he owns all my music, like he chooses who I get to work with, all this stuff. Oh wow! And and I don't know if he was lying to me about like certain label deals that we were offers we were getting, you know, I think he was just 
I don't know. And I said, like, I'm not signing your production contract. You're the first person I've ever worked with, you know? And then he's basically like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to put your head on a platter, blah, blah, blah. Like, just like crazy. He was acting really crazy. And all of those songs that I had made with him, yeah, I had basically had to let those go and I start completely over only like six months ago. Oh so I made God. like an extra like 20 songs since six months ago when I had to trash those like other 15. And not only that, like I was getting emails from him saying like, hey, you have no idea what's like what celebrity or what artist I got placed on your song and you're not going to get any credit for that. What? That is so I know. fucked up. I'm like, you can't do that. Like, I wrote that entire song and I brought that to you. And now you're just like, because I don't want to sign your deal, you're just going to take all of my music, which is like so deep and like important to me. It broke my heart. Like, it yeah. Yeah. But you know what? The, the, thing, the thing with that is just like, you know, you move on. It can write better stuff. Absolutely. I, I take it I take it as a learning experience for sure. Like I've grown so much since then and honestly I'm glad I never released those songs because I've been able to like really grow in, in, into an artist that I'm really proud of, you know? And yeah. and I wasn't even sure about the production at that time. Um because it was it was really the first few tracks I've been making and I was just trying to get a handle on like my style. But I didn't feel like I had a lot of like uh decision making in that process of the sound of like what kind of sound I was looking for it was more so like I was being told what I had to do and and like how I had to write and and all this stuff and and by the time I had like just kind of like set myself free and like take that take that loss um I was able to write a lot better stuff oops sorry (laughs) yeah not a problem god that well, first of all, I mean, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. That's, like, whack and super shitty and, like... Yeah, it happens, you know. I just, I like to focus on, like, the the good experience of, I've absolutely. had in L.A. for sure. Like, absolutely. Because they definitely outweigh the bad, but I have been screwed over so many, like, in so many, like, harsh ways. But, you know, I, it, it, I still don't let that outweigh the good experiences I've had. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I totally feel you, and it's, like, it's great that you have had so many... Um, so many great experiences. Um, I just want to go on the record and say that you're lovely and I really appreciated you coming on the show and that um, I'm sure you're going to have a phenomenal career. Um, and typically, I just close the show by telling people one thing, which is not to smoke mids, but I, I feel I feel like I have to add a secondary mandate to the end of today's episode, which is to go stream your song. I mean, they have to. Everybody that hears this has to go stream it. Um, yeah, if because- you've listened this long, then... Go ahead, stream the song. Right, exactly. I wrote that one. I wrote that one in like twenty minutes, but it's still a good one. It's, it's good I one. mean, it's it's still a good one. And listen, <laughs> if they if everybody comes and they run it up and it makes you super popular, that's just more people that are gonna love and listen to the other stuff that you're gonna be dropping. Cool. And if it doesn't, then you know what? I'm still gonna keep doing it. Absolutely, I love that. I really, <laughs> I really do love that. So. That has been Dry Ice, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it, as always. And I will see you next time. Yes, thank you for watching.